Hey, bro, yeah. I'm about to send you. I'm about to send you a picture of my old Mac. Dude, you got to see the one I have in the corner here. It's from Hulu. It's lit, like it's disgusting. Go to the chat. I just sent the link. Okay. That's what I was playing on back in the day. Oh, that's pretty cool. We could just pull it directly up from there. I remember those. They had those at Eastview. Yep. Like older. And if so, you, you would either get sent to the the shitty computer room or the good one with like the brand new Mac desktops. Oh, you're amazing. right. The flat screen ones. Those were so awesome. Dude. Those are cake, bro. That's pretty terrifying. The difference in technology, though. I mean. Yeah, uh, what the dad, fuck? My dad was talking about it. So he he said when he was a kid, he used to watch Star Trek, right? And he yeah. loved it. And uh, they came out with a new one in 1997, which he would have been pretty old, a lot older than a kid at that point. Um, and he goes, he started, he, wa he watched an episode of it, wasn't crazy about it. It was like, eh, I'm not probably not going to follow the series in 1977. Right. He said he watched an episode from the final, uh, the final season, which was 2007. And yeah. the jump in just what the just what the camera looked like, he said, was it looked like two different shows. And yeah. I was just like, God damn, bro. I mean, could you imagine? About, yeah. Think about the like they're just they're they're incredible jumps. They're just a lot slower. Like think about the Industrial Revolution to 1950, 1950 to 1997. And th like those were pretty slow jumps. And then it fucking skyrockets to to the iPhone and from there it's game over oh yeah dude i'll never forget when that first iphone came out and you could just like go on the internet anywhere yeah that was pretty crazy i mean you could do that with uh i had the what was it called the rumor too you could go you could get on the internet but the videos would be completely pixelated it would take five and a half minutes to load a page of something right um, it was it was yeah it was pretty bad they charge they charge you a lot for data too Oh yeah, dude. I remember I went on the internet once. It was ten dollars and my you parents probably got grounded like, for that. <laughs> bro, they were ready to shut that shit down. I was like, I had no idea it was gonna cost money. I thought you could just go on there. One of your friends in fucking elementary school sent you a link and you clicked it. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, bro. Somebody remember that video end of the world? It's that's so funny. It's like this shitty cartoon from 2006. But it's I don't it's think about, I saw it. Oh, you got to go watch End of the World. Just the audio is funny as fuck. But uh, I looked that up because it was one of my favorite videos. It's like, I have a phone now. I could probably just watch that on my phone here. I could get YouTube. And a month later, I was, I was just straight up caught. A month later, you're getting a spanking. <laughs> dude, they were so mad. They like sat me down. I was like, oh my God, dude. The porn yeah, I watched bro. two years ago is finally catching up with me. But your parents never uh, spanked you though? Never once, never once have I been spanked. The, uh, the worst altercation me and my, my parents got into was one time, like I was just, I was just being bad. Like from what I remember, I was just being a delinquent while we were out in a store and my mom was just over it. So was my dad. We had bed, bath and beyond or some lame shit like that. And when you have, when you're a kid and you have to go to a store, oh my especially God. on the weekend, dude, it That's drains your life. It drains your life. It's such a chore, bro, when you're a kid. And now kids don't even have to deal with that because they have fucking iPads. They just go on YouTube the entire time. It's basically yeah, be on my Game Boy. 
I was no, playing I didn't, Pokemon the whole time. Dude, we didn't. I didn't get the first thing I ever got was like an iPhone. Uh, no, not an iPhone, an iPod, iPod Touch, Touch. In, in sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. See, I got like a Game Boy like Advance when I was like fucking ten, and I was playing like Mario and Pokemon ever since. Nope, we we did not have that shit. I I'm talking about in third through fifth grade uh all i wanted to do i was obsessed with xbox and that was my main free time and oh you have to sit, too, bro. dude you have to sit and fucking old navy with your mom dude. While she looks at jeans and you just i you just want to kill yourself it feels like a punishment bro like it if really i didn't does. have my game boy like dude i would have went crazy bro because there's yeah there's nothing you can do you're just standing around looking at shit you can't buy that you have absolutely no interest in and you have all this energy and shit. Oh, it was the and if worst, you're with man. your siblings, you're going to be like fighting and like playing with them and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, iPad solved that. <laughs> one time there was one time I always hated. I hated school shopping, too, because uh, my parents, they didn't let me do it until a certain age. And I when I was uh, 18 about to graduate, that's when we were going to get some for me to go off to college. And I had no idea that they were planning on getting all of the school shopping, whatever the hell done that day. Right. So the night before I had done a ton of a ton of mushrooms with with Justin from Quiznos. Did you ever meet him? Oh, yeah. Fucking legend. This guy. I I would (laughs) love to have him on the podcast. Last I talked to him, he was doing pretty well, but he and I did uh, probably we split about probably five grams of mushrooms and a handle of Captain Morgan, and we drank until we drank until the sun came up, dude. And yeah, I drove home because uh, <laughs> that was me back in the day, just a gigantic piece of shit. I did drive home, but I remember getting back there finally being in my bed and just being like, "Oh my god, I'm exhausted. I- I'm going to sleep the entire day." Less than 30 <laughs> seconds later, I hear my dad calling from the da- from down the stairs. He goes, Joe, you ready? Let's go. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? And I just, I couldn't even contain it. I was like, for what? He's like, we're doing school shopping today. All three of you, let's go. And I, I couldn't even keep my head up in the car. I was oh just I, developing. It's one thing to be hung over in the car, in a car <laughs> ride. It's another thing to be packed into the back seat with your little brother and sister while you're developing the hangover that shit <laughs> sucks like you're going from drunk to oh my god like i i have no sleep the acid is now <laughs> your brain just feels like a fried egg um i miss that guy a lot we we got into a lot of a lot of hijinks he and i so I'll have to come back to Minnesota sometime soon. We're trying to get my grandma to move to out to Arizona and she'll need some sort of assistance. So maybe I'll see you then, man. Uh, I feel like I've been talking for 20 minutes straight. What's been going on in your life? Not a whole lot, you know, winter's here. So it's cold outside. Don't really want to move much. Yeah. Remind me of, of what you... What, what do you do when it's so cold that you can't go outside? You can't, you can't really do anything. Stare at a screen. <laughs> Stare at a screen. I mean, that's what I, a lot of people do that anyway. But the thing is, it's what it is, is the option to not be able to go outside. Like I, I go for a walk every day out here in Minnesota. Uh, 
your mom is cool. She lets you smoke and stuff like that. But for me, that was not a thing. So I've, I've told that story, I think, multiple times on the podcast where I just middle of February, December, something like that, trying to go smoke, can't even light the fucking bowl, got ice on my balls because it's so cold. And I really do think that, that that fucks with you. That's one of the topics I had written down here. It's just Minnesota winters. It really is like going back into quarantine. You would probably agree with that, right? Yeah, definitely. I'd say um, I remember starting winter, you know, about a few weeks ago, I was starting to do DoorDash again. And, you know, it started to feel like quarantine. So, yeah, you know, Maybe, I dude, feel I, I've been thinking like that would if I had a license uh, and like a driving record that they wouldn't laugh at. I think I would do DoorDash. This isn't a promotion for them. They charge way too much money, but I'm saying you make a decent amount if you go out on a holiday or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you put wear and tear on your car, so I feel like if you have the right car for it, um, that's true. It might yeah, be a good idea. Nobody thinks about that. Nobody thinks about that. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the DoorDashers are only making like minimum wage, let's say anywhere from like 15 to like 17 an hour. But you know, you're not accounting for all the miles they're putting on their own vehicle and the gas they're buying and mm-hmm. wear yeah, and tear yeah, on the, their car. The $5 tips you're getting for dropping off somebody jack in the box at three in the morning is not really worth uh, what it's doing to your car. Yeah, I get that. So like, My I think cousin, it's, it's almost kind of like a trick or like almost like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's like if you had... If you had a car you didn't give a fuck about, that would right. that's that's what's ideal. And it seems like that's what most of Uber and, and Lyft is. Yeah, dude. I mean, I had this dude who pulled up to my house a few weeks ago and like fucking it seemed like half his car was gone, bro. Like mm-hmm. he, the had, back he had the car gainer. was just like it was just he had, gone. He had the 2016 Matt Gainer. Uh remember when he he hit a bunch of deer and it just literally took off the front of his car, drove around with it for the rest of his for the rest of his days. You know. Real shit, bro. That's Drive crazy. it till it dies. Uh, RJ used to tell me these stories about <clears throat> doing DoorDash in the hood, and he he would literally have to park his car and deliver these guys lemonade w- once every week. These guys would just order lemonade and not tip, and you just had to leave a running Toyota Corolla <laughs> in like the hill district of Pittsburgh uh trying to make they're sure pro- that these guys got their fucking chasers you know they're probably pouring up some drink <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing yeah and he i mean uh if you're gonna do something that petty at least give the guy ten dollars you know what i mean right um it's yeah but he he's he's done with that now he's he's moved on to the uh we won't say what company but he just goes hard in the delivery game let's just say that um yeah, welcome back to the uh, once uh, once a month podcast. It's been o- over two weeks since the last episode. I don't know. I just I haven't been feeling it lately. Uh, I think we're all feeling it a little bit with winter, and then you know the the Omicron and the economy and the Mac the mandates. I just I don't have time with all with all that happening. You know, so. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just making a shitty joke excuse. I, I haven't been lazy. I don't know, bro. There's just something in the air, though. You kind of have a point. Like, with just everything going on, I feel like we're just kind of at, like, a pause in the world. Like, people don't really know, like, what the future looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think uh, I think for myself, like, I've 
I have stopped paying attention to a lot of it in detail. At least I think I've just been kind of being a lazy bitch. Like I talked about it a couple episodes ago. I've been off work for quite a while now. It has been over a month, just chilling here, doing nothing, hoping that the rent is going to get paid, pulling off some miracles on DraftKings to do that, by the way. And uh, I'm ready to go back, ready to go back to work. It does. I think it just feels that way because I've been, uh, a lazy fuck lately. You know, I know I don't want to get too much into your shit, but I th- I think we're we're feeling yeah, that way for different I'm, reasons. Yeah, I'm just saying though, like I feel like what are people doing right now? Like, sure, I know you know you're not working right now, so you have like a lot of free time. But like, even when you get your job, like you know, is that just your life now? Like, oh, you have a job. Like, that's the problem. You know? Is that is that when you get a job, they expect you to devote all of your time to it. Like I have to work pretty much eight hours for free uh, for the first six months of being at this place. I, I'm not going to say what I do. I think I signed a contract where I can't say that. Let's just say it involves a broker, which can be, you know, a broker could do a million different things. And when they were showing me the broker position, I looked over at their little, the guy must've been new or something. It was a list of things that you quote unquote must do to be successful at that position and it was things like work every single Saturday unless you absolutely can't work for four hours on Sunday, have everything ready to go uh, for Monday, make 250 calls minimum a day. It's like, OK, great. Like you're going to make a lot of money, a decent amount of money, but you're not going to be living. You're going to be basically a machine, you know? Yeah. You're selling your soul to solar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, well, let's just pretend it's solar so that I don't accidentally say what it is and uh, get fired or some shit. Right? Selling your soul for solar. You, I mean, a lot of these guys really are. A lot of these guys really have sold their soul. I think that'd be a good title for the episode. Sell your soul for solar. I like that. That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good because I know this girl. So from the job that I got, uh, I didn't even get let go from it. They weren't even firing me or anything. They just decided not to pay me. And I was like, just not to pay you. That's not how jobs work, guys. And so I left uh, and I was talking to this girl, um, trying to see if she wanted to grab a drink the other day. Very, very pretty lady. Uh, And she goes, yeah, I actually don't work for them anymore. I got fired. Um, Or they, they didn't pay me three weeks in a row. It was the same thing with her. She didn't get fired. Now, me, I, I got a decent amount of uh, solar appointments set for them, but not a lot of them closed. This was like a hot girl. So she got tons. She made these people thousands of dollars, probably tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, hey, if there's a week where you just accidentally fuck up, maybe you let somebody like that still have their paycheck. You know, I don't. Dude, why do they act like not, that, bro? That's so petty, right? Like you, they just be like, I've seen well, them do rules that. Are rules jobs too like where if someone's not doing good they're just like all right fuck you then like on to the next it's and it's sad because she's she's a nice girl too like she man it just for no reason just for no reason so she decided to go to another solar place i wish her uh the best of luck in that but at the same time it really is it's kind of a scam a little bit yeah Uh, you're just like one of their pawns yeah for anybody that's hearing this that's that's trying to find a job right now you got to watch out on indeed like don't put your eggs uh all in one basket for any of these jobs because i there was another solar company i looked at and it said in big bold letters all capital <laughs> bold letters on their advertisement 800 a week guaranteed now markel 
Now, Markel, you speak the English language. Could you give me <laughs> a, a, the best definition you can of the word guaranteed? What would that mean to you? Um, to sum it up, like, for sure, 100% <laughs> guaranteed. On God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know uh, how they can get away with that. But I got in there and they, I was like, well, what really stood out to me uh, about you guys is that you're offering a base pay that nobody else seems to be able to match. Um, and the guy goes, well, we are, we, you know, if you follow our system, you're going to make that, you're going to make that base. And I just, I started doing like a, like a psychopath laugh. I was like, <laughs> well, it's not really uh, guaranteed then is it? Like I was just basically smiling and motherfucking these guys the whole time. Um, they deserve it though. They're a bunch of, they scam people that are between the ages of 19 and 24 and they just get them in there uh, to advertise. Um, they probably going to get one deal to close at some point. And then you say, Hey, you didn't get it. And you don't have to pay them for an entire two weeks of work. And what makes me the most upset about it is that Markel told me this was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, mean, I was like, no, no, dude, they make money. Like, it's good. I'm getting paychecks, dude. And I'm setting appointment stuff. He's like, they're going to fuck you, man. You are literally <laughs> out there to advertise. No, I just I couldn't accept it. And then you wake up one day, go into work, realize you have no paycheck. And you're just Isn't that like the worst feeling ever? I've never had it happen before, so I wouldn't know. Um, no. What do you mean? You didn't I, get paid, bro. No, I no, I mean like I've never had that happen before. So I this was oh. a new feeling to me. Know, I'm basically still work. in shock. Yeah, and I wanted to, you know, unfortunately, the reason these jobs have you by the balls, unless you're gonna go get something for ten dollars an hour, is because a lot of them are starting to check to see if you actually have accurate references if you worked at this last place. So I wanted to text our entire group chat and include the managers and be like. Hey guys, just so you know, uh, if you, if the 80% of you who have never done sales in your life before miss the six point appointment minimum one week, you're not getting paid. Like you're just <laughs> fucked, bud. You know? Right. Like quit, just stop what you're doing right now. Oh, it's, it's upsetting. And I don't, I don't want to keep going on it the whole episode, but I, I am pissed that that happened. Uh, yeah, my, my new job starts beginning of January. Got to get got to get going into that. It's in Tempe, so got to take Ubers there, which is awful. Um, let's get into some of these topics here. I, I watched the the new Louis C.K. documentary yesterday. I thought it was pretty good. Um, out of all of out of all of them, Louis C.K. is my favorite comedian. I would say that. The one before that that he released was probably the best. Sincerely is what it was called. Uh, so, I mean, it, was it worth the $10 that I paid for it last night? Maybe not, uh, just because that was the renting price. But one thing that really stood out to me was the Rolling Stone, in one of their headlines, compared Louis C.K. and Marilyn Manson. Now, I don't think a lot of people know what's happened in the last year with, with Marilyn Manson. Are you aware of any of that? No. So his girlfriend, and I can't remember her name, uh, I think it's like Evan Rachel Wood or something like that. She was pretty famous for dating him. <clears throat> and her and a lot of other people came forward and said that 
Marilyn Manson is is pretty much uh, he's pretty much the persona that he puts on or he was back in the day when he was super famous. So do you, you know who Marilyn Manson is, right? I believe so. Yeah, he's just basically the devil. He, he was trying to be like the devil and uh, basically the opposite of what Christian values and all that anti-drug bullshit, all that, uh, which is what really got him famous because a lot of people were like, yeah, fuck that stuff. Uh, let's embrace the... What did, what did he call himself? Like the Antichrist superstar. The guy was just fucking crazy, right? But a lot of people thought it was sort of just a persona. And this girl, Evan Rachel Wood, came out with uh, some other people saying that he's basically, he, he sexually tortures uh, the women that are with him. And he did things like electrocute him on the pussy and hit him real hard, all that shit. Lock him in rooms for days at a time, stuff like that. And the Rolling Stone decided to compare Louis C.K. and Marilyn Manson in one of their headlines. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it said something like, I, I want to find it. I should have really screenshotted it just because I knew I was going to talk about it. But it was just to have them in the same sentence is absolutely ridiculous. Louis C.K. got, quote unquote, canceled uh, for masturbating over the phone when the girl didn't know that he had his dick out. Marilyn Manson literally threatened to fuck that girl's kid. Like he, <laughs> there was an article I, I read about it where he, he did, he did it in a threatening way. The kid was eight years old. These are not the same. These are not the same things. And uh, it's just upsetting that they would, um, that they would compare them. I don't know. What, what do you know about Louis CK? Do you know the whole story? What happened there? Oh, um. I remember you telling me a little bit about it in the past, but I don't know. You want to give me the, the gist? So basically, here's what the headline says, and this is just so upsetting. And I really wish I hadn't even mentioned that it was the Rolling Stone because they don't really I, I'm putting out a, a fucking advertisement for them. They do this shit not because they believe it, because they want people to click on it. The headline propaganda. Reads, it's fucking ridiculous. Louis C.K. and Marilyn Manson accused sexual predators, Grammy nominees. I get it. I get it. If you don't like Louis C.K., what he did is, is wrong. You should not be doing that. OK, that's that's not cool. Uh, I think he's suffered enough. The entire world found out. He talks about it in his last special where he's like, you are so lucky that people don't know your sexual thing. Everybody has a thing. Do you know how bad it is that people know my thing now? <laughs> it's just, I really think he went through it. Like we're, 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 we're kind of through it now. He didn't assault anybody. Okay. Uh, when I think of a sexual predator, I think of somebody that is grooming kids or I don't know, threatening to fuck them, uh, doing these things that Marilyn Manson did where girls are coming forward. Like he actually hurt me while we were having sex and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I don't just, think it compares because, I mean, you know, we're all human and nobody's perfect. I That would not be my argument. That would be my argument for Louis, right? Like, he really did you know, fuck yeah, up. That's, that's pretty bad. Like, he doesn't, like, promote, like, fucking, yeah. like, negative stuff. It's just, it's just really unbelievable. And all that stuff is really, it's alleged. And I feel like when uh, a lot of people come forward about uh, celebrity and say he's, he's sexually fucked up or whatever, 
there, there can be a lot of people that latch onto that just to have their fucking face out there. Right. But at the same time, the guy, how do you not believe it? Like if you just watch any one of his music videos where he's uh, depicted as a Hellraiser or some shit like that, <laughs> you know, um, I just thought it was, I thought it was pretty wild. And for anybody, anybody that doesn't know Marilyn Manson, cause he was, he was famous in like 2006 to 2009 was probably his biggest years. Really just go, go look him up and, uh, and you'll see. I mean, the, the chicks that let's just be honest, I, nobody likes this argument. Uh, it's not great because women deserve the right to be safe no matter what, but what the fuck were you thinking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy is literally, uh, do making music videos of him in, uh, black eye makeup, sweat grams <laughs> a med this, and he's like killing people in the video and an abandoned asylum. It's, it's just uh, probably not the, the smartest thing to do. But at the same time, guy can't, can't, be, uh, can't be involved in that. Um, let's move on. It's, it's, uh, it's Christmas time in the city. What are you doing for Christmas, bud? Not a whole lot. I'm just going to hang out with the family. Eat some good Christmas food. Probably like some ham and some mac and cheese you know the reason that you're uh being a little bit of a scrooge humbug guy right now is because you don't uh consume alcohol at the at the rate of a average american on christmas and i just really think that you're depriving yourself of a happy holiday bud you know what i'm saying think so i think so i have never there has not been a uh christmas or a thanksgiving where I have just been sober the entire time. Because, because think about it, dude. Think about it. Um, people in general get a little depressed when the holidays are over. It's like this whole awesome part of the year. And then you go into the worst part of the year, the deadest part of the year. Um, <laughs> some people don't have like family to hang out with and stuff like that. All, all that shit. And if you just throw, just throw a little bit of booze on there, it makes the lights a little brighter. Uh, makes it easier to, to talk to your sister's boyfriend. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Um, really, I just think that if you're going to do Christmas completely sober, uh, you know, it's probably not the best. Once, once you're an adult in America in 2021, it's probably, probably not going to be the, the, the funnest of all holidays. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you are having, I asked you to have a drink on this, on this episode. You are having one. I think we're going to see you get a little bit wild here. Um, there's one drink. Do you like, do you feel one drink? Cause I, I can't even tell if I've drinking one beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could feel, feel one. I can feel it. No, I, I, I get it, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to pressure you into a life. It's like, I either and... drink like one drink or I drink way too much. Yeah, no I, in yeah. between for me. I have mastered the uh, the in between, so I think I'm pretty good at that. Uh, let's see, another topic I had on here, which I thought would be funny. What, what's like the shittiest Christmas present you've ever gotten? The shittiest oh. one. I'm trying to think of mine right now. I think one time, I li- I think I literally I got a book one time uh, as a Christmas present. 
might have been from my grandma or something like that. But you just um, like if you gave me a book now, I wouldn't I, I would probably be generally neutral on it just because, hey, that's a thoughtful gift. You went, let's let's, uh, you know, see if he likes this. I'm sure I'm sure it's uh, up his alley or something it shows that you're thinking of the person. But at the same time, it's a book, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was like eight. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. My sister got like a stuffed animal or something. Okay, I I, I thought of one. I remember one okay. time I got a box of cereal, a box of cinnamon toast me? crunch. Okay, you're going to have to text me who that was. Like, who gave you? It wasn't one of your parents, right? <laughs> uh, I no way. Oh, my God, dude. That That would be fucking hilarious. Was it like a joke gift or something? Yeah, it was a joke. I got an okay. iPod touch like right after. Okay. I got you because uh, that would be that would be really amazing if they just like tricked you into being like, you know, this is what we got you this year. Let it go on for two and a half hours before they give you the gifts or whatever. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Oh, dude, I heard this story. You know, the elf on the shelf, right? No, what's that? It's so it's this dumbass little thing for kids where, you know, pretty much anyone over the age of 11 could figure it out. But a kid this, this toy elf shows up on your shelf on December 1st and it's supposed to make sure you're being a good kid or whatever the fuck. Oh my. Yeah. It's real creepy and it moves and the parents move it at night and the dumbass kid is just like, Oh my God, fucking Sheldon, the elf moved. Whatever <laughs> the hell. My brother loved it, bro. He's obsessed with it. Um, this guy literally where the cookies are, Santa will leave a note by the cookies. Some parents do that. And he's, it just said, the cookies were good. Your elf was better. <laughs> just, he told the fucking guy that Santa Claus ate his elf on the shelf. And I just can't imagine the trauma that that would, that, that would have caused me if elf on the shelf was a thing when I was a kid. <laughs> like knowing Santa... Imagine. Knowing Santa was just just fucking eating motherfuckers alive like that, and then he comes to your house every year. My last elf on the shelf got fucking murked because of whatever he did. Um, that'd be pretty terrifying. You know, I just I just had this thought come up. So you know how like you know your little brother does he still believe in Santa? No, no, he's about to turn fourteen in a few months. He doesn't believe in anything. But um, back like when he didn't. I bet there was like a little part of you that would just like wanted to tell him like, hey man, like hate to break it to you. Like mm, you know, kind of, kind but, of. You know, you didn't want to break his heart, right? I was kind of like all older brothers are dicks to their little brothers, right? Like I just that wouldn't have been, I don't think, something I did. I did some pretty mean shit. No, 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 but 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 back to my point. So like I'm saying, like, I feel like that can relate, like in the real world, like when people are like stuck like in their ways and stuff, and you're trying to like show them the light it's kind of like telling them santa isn't real yeah no i don't feel that way because i compare it pretty much it's like i I don't even know how i get into this on every episode but when you tell people the truth about something like organized religion that you you literally get a tantrum like you were telling a nine-year-old that santa claus isn't real exactly that's what that's what i'm comparing it to yeah but i don't i don't have any of that where i go i feel bad for saying that I feel bad if I say that to someone like my grandma, just because I care about her feelings and stuff like that. Like I, I tell them that I, I mean, church and shit. I guess, I guess all I'm trying to say is like, you know, when you try to like voice your opinion on something, 
people like get offended by it. I think it's different. I don't think you have any right to tell a kid that uh, that Santa isn't real. You have every right in the world to be like, I think this is bullshit to something that I mean, you can say that, but I feel like, you know, there's no I've never in my life wanted to tell a kid. I remember when I got told. There's no need for you to tell a person in religion, though, that like same thing. You know what I mean? Let me put it this way. Santa Claus is not responsible for the rape of thousands of altar boys, you know? So I think that there maybe is a reason to, uh, to be against it and say, Hey, this isn't such a good thing. But I, I guess though, but like, if you tell a kid Santa isn't real, what's that going to get you? Uh, it's going to get you nothing. But if you tell an adult that the big bearded man in the sky is a way for people to manipulate uh, people who aren't so bright here on earth, then I think you it's two different things. I, th- I don't know. It's I two know. different things, but I'm just saying like, it's like a, it's a comparison. Like it you can't tell people, you can't tell people like your opinion or you can't say people's like opinions are wrong. They won't take it the right way. Right, right. I mean, I, I just think it's different because we're talking about adults versus kids and they're both fantasy things. Or maybe I'm wrong, dude. Maybe there was a, a flood where every single animal and species got on a boat and they didn't kill each other. And then uh, God said that you can all come back and just restart from there. Maybe that's what happened, bro. But um, <laughs> and, you know, maybe there's also uh, at the northern hemisphere of our of our planet, maybe there's a big jolly man who also has a beard uh, and little servants and does good things for the world. But <laughs> one of them, one of them uh, steals money from old people and the other of them makes Christmas more enjoyable for children. Do you see what I'm saying? And puts families in the debt. Yeah. I, yeah. I get, I get your point. The Simpsons on their new Christmas episode had, had the funniest line. They're like, Marge, Christmas just won't be the same unless we take out a credit card that fucks us over in March. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's classic because that's what people do, you know. I, uh, when I have, if I have kids someday, we're not doing that shit. We're going to do a, uh, an amount of presents that's based on how much money is spent on them. And that's just how they're going to learn. My parents did that a couple of years. Uh, it's a good lesson. Like if you want, if I wanted a new gaming console or something like that, they'd be like, okay, that's going to cost the same amount as, as your brother and sister's presents. So that's your gift this year. Right. Right. Um, I did that with like the Xbox one and I regretted it so hard because I, I stopped playing video games and, and got into pills. So you just wish you asked for fucking pill money. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, I wish I asked for like a, a a fucking share of Pfizer or something. I, I don't know. I don't think they make pills. I think they just make the, the, the vaccine. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's another thing I had on here. Um, you're you're a piece of shit. So when when are you getting when are you getting vaccinated? You, you piece of shit. Why would I get vaccinated? When are you gonna stop killing this country? You piece of garbage. Now, see, the joke is here that I'm also not vaccinated. So you're supposed to you're supposed to really get that right away. But um, I was I was just saying, I don't I don't know. It's uh, it's getting pretty bad. They're firing teachers and shit who don't want to get it. Um, when are you about to get it? I'm not. I, I don't think I am. Honestly, uh, I, I think that I've had it. This is the best. This is the best being a 
23 year old white guy drinking a beer uh, on your podcast talking about <laughs> the vaccine as if you're just got off the phone with Fauci. Like, I don't, I don't, I should preface this by saying I don't even follow that news anymore. I just, I just straight up don't think that uh, you should be able to mandate a vaccine, you know? Yeah. You, you can't mandate, I mean, pol- you can't mandate a polio vaccine. Uh, I guess you can't if, if like for people that want to go to schools and shit. So you can technically like, mandate one, but not just can't go house to house giving it to people. Well, like, why won't you get it? Like, it's just going to protect you. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I just, just like watched the, the does. I just watched the newest South Park, and uh, they they <laughs> really they really get into uh, they really dig in on people who aren't vaccinated, and they get them pretty good. They're like, yeah, I I I don't I don't want to get vaxxed uh, just because it's my belief, and uh, also I heard that if you have the vaccine and you eat shellfish, uh, it'll kill you. And somebody goes. So you're not taking the vaccine out of pure shellfishness. <laughs> like, That's correct. I, mean, I butchered the joke, but they really, they really hammer on to people. My thing is, uh, I, I've, I, I just looked at the numbers the other day. It's, I think it's uh, two, th- two million six hundred and I'm sorry, two hundred and sixty-seven million six hundred thousand people have gotten it in total since uh, they started counting. And about 5 million people have died. That was just the number that I looked up out of curiosity yesterday. And somebody's going to hear that and go, that's not fucking true. That's completely inaccurate. When it was the first thing that came up on Google. So to me, yeah, it's that's just, a conspiracy. I, dude, I, to me, it's just like, I don't even, I don't believe that I, I need it. And I don't believe that it's right to, uh, to do what, what they're doing with it. I mean, dude, Seeing a Pfizer commercial should be a red fucking flag. They run it on every single commercial break for NFL games. And it's just like, guys, we don't really need you to do that. Like there's a, there's just a couple vaccines out there and you, you're probably getting most of them. Uh, You're probably getting. That shows that they're putting money into it to advertise it. Well, nobody's so denying that. I think the only it's just thing a business really, scheme, right? The only thing that's up for debate at this point is whether or not you need it and whether or not it actually works. Because they're saying you can still have the symptoms, you could still spread it to other people. It just the boosters and stuff lower that lower that risk. Um, eventually, I think people are just going to be we're not we're not going to do this forever. They they keep wanting you to get the extra the booster for the for the next variant or whatever the fuck. I'm over it, man. I, so I'm if good. there's boosters, that means that shit's not working. Well, I think there's, I think there's, I don't know. See, I don't understand vaccinology or whatever the fuck you call it. V- virology, I think they call it. Yeah. Uh, the study of viruses and shit. But the thing is, for me, I, I mean, you can't even fucking tell that it's happening, really. Uh, unless you check the news. You can't tell that it's happening. Where I live... I, you see one person in a mask every day <laughs> and you walk past 10,000 of them. And you're like, what uh, the fuck are you doing with the mask? <laughs> I don't, if you want to wear your fucking mask, wear your mask, dude. My no, but you're just still, confused because nobody else is wearing one. So you're just kind of like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I wore mine for most of the whole thing. Then I came out to Arizona. I just, be, I became a full Republican out here, you know, just, just started doing amphetamines and, and buying firearms and not believing in, in the COVID. But 
<laughs> and I'm kidding. And I believe it's a, it's a real serious thing in that, uh, for example, I want my grandma to get vaccinated because I believe that she needs it. And I think that it should be her choice to be like, okay, I'm pretty, I'm a lot older now. I'm here by myself. I got to go out and get food and stuff. Uh, I should probably get the jab. But for a guy like me, like I've been going out this whole time. Nobody was concerned about me when I was working at a fucking hotel, uh, having everybody leave at once. The entire parking lot is filled up with people spilling over from the liquor store because the world is about to shut down. They've got me pouring out uh, milk and throwing away produce and stuff like that because they think it's contagious. Nobody gave a single shit then, you know? (laughs) Like, uh, right. now that, now that we knew, no, it's not, uh, a zombie disease. People will motherfuck you for not, for not, uh, for not. Getting <laughs> and I, there's plenty of people that I listen to that are like, you're a piece of shit. If you don't have a vaccine, plenty of people I listen to that say, Hey, if you won't leave that choice up to people, then you're not really an American. Um, again, again. Like you could, I feel like if you just listen to the audio of this, you could see what I look like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. you, you could see that I'm just in my filthy studio apartment, slamming a Miller Lite. And your boxers with no t-shirt on. I, I actually, I got dressed. I, it feels weird uh, when you do a podcast naked. I've done it, I've done it a couple of times. <laughs> I, didn't, I had to turn off the air conditioner. So I had to sit there and just um, boxers. And it felt sweating in your balls. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, Yeah, I I've been watching watching football. It's heating up. I know you're not the uh, biggest NFL fan, but I just wanted to talk about I want to talk about the Vikings, dude. I I don't think that uh, I don't think that we live in reality. I think I think I might be in hell or something. Because the Minnesota Vikings, who I watch every single week, defend them all the time, uh, bet money on them when I think they're going to lose, almost gave up the largest comeback in NFL history. Okay, just so for people who don't know, the Minnesota Vikings were leading 29 to zero at halftime, and they let the Steelers come back and get in the game to the point where it was 28-36 when the final seconds were gone. And literally, the Steelers were driving to win that game. They lose that game off of a dropped pass and one of their idiot receivers celebrating while the clock was still running. If neither of those things happened, the Vikings probably lose that game. They scored (laughs) seven points in the second half. They were outscored 28-7. to in 30 minutes of play. And it's just, I, I had to get it off my chest. I know that uh, I was going to start that next podcast with Dan and we were just going to do football stuff there, but Holy fuck, man, that is so bad. And I, when you listen to the people who it is a little bit frustrating when people will start cheering for them when they're in the playoffs and then be like, ah, they suck. See, I told you when they lose. And then you start to get it. You're like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> No other fucking team does this. No other team. They've put themselves in a position where they now have to win the rest of their games against two of the best teams. Two of their three games left are are the top two teams in the NFC right now. Um, And the reason they're in that position is because they've lost 
almost all of their games by one score or less, meaning somewhere between one and eight points. Uh, and it's just, it's just unbelievably frustrating. I don't know. Uh, they just played the bears who were missing. I think it was something, it was in the teens, unless I heard that wrong, the amount of starters that were out and we beat them by 14 points. The bears have five wins. Uh, you have Dalvin cook, Justin Jefferson, an $84 million quarterback, uh, a coach that we've given eight chances to, and you beat the fucking Chicago Bears B team by 14 points. It's horrible, and, uh, and I'm ready for the pain. I think I'm going to relapse on, on every drug next Sunday. So I just I had to put that out there. Have you been watching football at all? Um, no, not really, but, like, what's up with the Vikings? Like, do they just – is someone paying them off to, like, lose or something? Like, Well, I, I don't know if we just cut out, but I just told you. We live in a virtual reality, uh, or maybe we live in, like, a, a cast system or something where all Vikings – like, Patriots fans, it doesn't even seem real. Uh, they have the, – the worst people in the entire United States uh, have seven Super Bowl ranks. Okay, uh, six, maybe I think it actually is, but still. Minnesota is no, the term Minnesota nice uh, is known for people in Minnesota. We, we've been to the Super Bowl four times and lost. I, the only way I can explain that is some sick joke where we all come back in the next life and, uh, you know, whatever you did before is, is how your sports team is going to be based because God is it hell. <laughs> Um, that'd be, it's, it's very funny to do, to talk about sports at all, uh, unless you're talking about it in, in, from an entertainment aspect, because caring about it is ridiculous. They say that, uh, the NFL is astrology for men and it truly is, uh, these things that don't matter. These players that have never met you in your life, um, affect your mood and how oh, you yeah. act during it has a psychological effect on you. Because it really does, it represents your city, I guess, in a way, you know, it, and, it represents uh, all that. I like read, there's a study, like when you're, you know, your team wins, you get like a testosterone boost, but I when they, but when they lose, you like lose some and you like feel depressed. Your ball is just, boom. so that's kind of why, probably why you relapsed a few years back. Oh, dude, I told you about that story, right? Like the Vikings yeah, lost. The Vikings lost uh, in the worst way they've pretty much ever lost. Uh, a missed field goal from 27 yards out. Uh, people were so mad. The mayor of Lakeville held tryouts, like just a jo you know, joke tryouts to see if anybody else could make the 27-yarder. That's pretty much how he got elected, by the way. That, that like made that guy famous, Matt Little. Uh, what a genius for that shit. Caught, we, had, we suffered for it, but that's what politics is. Um, I remember my dad, my dad fucking, he's so many times he's seen that happen to them. And he never, like, if you put your hand on a wall growing up and it made a mark or something, he'd be like, what the fuck, man? I'm going to clean this. Why, why, why are you touching the walls? He picked up the blanket and like axed it directly into our wall. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was so angry that it didn't even make sense. My brother said he saw him crying later and he was, my brother was laughing about it. I almost knocked him out, dude. I almost assaulted a child that day. Um, and I remember I just went out and I was like, fuck this. I got a bunch of oxys. 
And just the rest of the day sat in the basement watching the rest of the football games, depressed as fuck. Like, how does this happen every single year? And um, you're not making this up, right? No, this ha- you could you could verify this. I remember that like, day very clearly. Like this truly affected you. Yeah, and uh, that was they lost the Seahawks that day. I, a couple of years later, I literally didn't go to work because they lost to the Bears to go to the playoffs. Um, and my mom was pissed. She was like, they were trying to get me out of the house at that point because I was just a, a coke addict working at a factory. So skipping work is is that's a minus one hundred dollars, you know. And she's like, this, you can't do that. It's ridiculous. And I had to remove myself before I started yelling about the fucking Vikings game. So that's, yeah, I don't want to keep going on them. Um, the one thing that's just driving me fucking nuts is the, uh, the commercials. I don't, I don't get it. And I think this is why maybe they actually do it, but the Verizon Kate McKinnon commercial. Like I, I hate that I even just said their name and her name and gave them 40 listens of, pub, of publicity. But do you know what commercial I'm referring to? I think so, yeah. Everyone deserves better. That's why this network is the, it's like, dude, I, does anybody even like this person? Does anyone watch Saturday Night Live anymore at all? Uh, it's fucking because that's what she's from. She's from Saturday Night Live. One of the most irrelevant people they could have ever picked to do that shit. And I think that they picked her because just how annoying she is. She sounds like a gym teacher teaching health class. You remember those? Like yeah. You always have a lesbian gym teacher and they'd be teaching abstinence because they were excited about it. Because it just meant they had one, like one extra chance to to maybe eat out a confused seventeen-year-old. But um, the reason that 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 drove me crazy is it's just like, what the fuck are you so excited about? And this annoying ass voice. And I think that's uh, we just figured it out on the podcast. That's why I hate it so much. It's just Kate McKinnon playing a lesbian gym teacher in a red pantsuit, talking about why Verizon is better in the worst voice I've ever heard of all time. You dink it, dunk it, doggy bone it. I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking freak out. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Verizon headquarters and just uh, lose my mind, start masturbating in the lobby completely naked. One guy did that for the uh, Coney 2012, Coney 2012 thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that guy that organized the whole thing was was running into the fact that he was going to get caught, uh, that it was a big scam. And so he lost his mind, went to the middle of San Francisco, got butt naked and just started jerking off in the street. And the people so, of San Francisco were like, at least he's not shitting, you know. So that thing was a scam that Coney 2012. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to look this up, bro. It was absolutely insane. They were just taking donations, things like this. Uh, the guy barely existed, and if he did, <laughs> if he did, they did nothing about it. You know, they just took a picture of an African warlord and said that all these kids were doing this shit. They took all that money. Uh, it started with the criticism that the video they put out would, had such high production that people were like, "What's actually going on here?" <laughs> Look like a movie or something. They looked into it, and none of the donations, anything. 
were going to that stuff. They were all taking it for themselves and that shit. Hey, it's just like the Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is the most insane thing that is happening in our country right now. I, the message is great. And the people that get onto the message, things like that, that it needs to turn around. But God damn, if that isn't one of the most ridiculous things ever, what they did with the money, that how much money they've made off of owning that term. I'm not talking, when I say they, I shouldn't use the term they. It's There's two people that trademarked it uh it's two women i believe and they own like eight houses because anytime somebody wants to use it the nba wants to put black lives matter on the court or something uh they're like you got to pay us they're so wrong for that but that's such a mastermind idea and that's fucked well you think about anything is that way like it's the it's not any different from the partnership for a drug-free america um yeah, there's so there's uh, there's 30 chapters of it of Black Lives Matter, and Alicia Alisa can't even say it Alicia Garza I think would be would be the main one that comes up here, and Patrice Colors that's what this that's what the founders are they uh, I mean they have gotten away with with quite a lot for what has happened to this country from that shit. There's so many arguments to it, but on one hand, you have to ask why it makes people so mad. That's a huge problem. And then on the other hand, you have people that don't look into it at all and see that, yeah, these guys basically campaigned to have America fight each other. That's uh, basically what the, uh, the head, head people of it did. And you could argue that with Blue Lives Matter too and stuff like that, but they basically profited off of all of the all of these riots and all of that crazy shit, you know. Right. Um, I do. I do think it's wrong that they have all of that shit. It, you know. I I criticize religion a lot, but one thing that I always liked that the Bible taught was if you're one of those influential people that's doing good in the world and shit, you're not supposed to be like Joel Austin. You know that guy's a preacher. They literally just found $600,000 in his wall that he forgot about at one of his churches. Uh, they teach that if, you, if you're going to be doing good in the world, then you're not supposed to profit from it with billions of dollars in houses and stuff like that. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the message and I you know support it and all that stuff. But you can also look at the other things that have come up. Uh, Blue Lives Matter is pretty much just the mob it's like it's like a bald <laughs> bald white guy mob <laughs> swear to god they do they do whatever they want that's still the key difference i mean if you want to it's compare like, one to the other it's like they feel like they're cops yeah 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 it's pretty bad uh with all with all this shit happening it's just so popular in the news and stuff like that i'm sure that uh we will hear about it forever which is why i think that kyle rittenhouse should box jake paul now, a lot of people here that are like, how the house can't box Jake Paul? Here's what I want. I want Jake Paul to sign a contract that he can't train for six months. Kyle Rittenhouse can train MMA, whatever he wants to learn, and he's allowed to use that in the ring. Jake Paul can only do boxing. Kyle Rittenhouse gets one year of training, MMA, let's just say jujitsu. Jake Paul, for the first six months of that, can't train. Final six months, he can train. And then they they duke it out in a cage match. What do we think <laughs> about that? 
I was thinking more of a, like a 1v1 like quick scope match with like paintball guns. <laughs> a duel. A duel. Like, you duel. know, the last like, you know, kill or whatever you should, yeah. you should say. You have to do like a trick shot. Ten steps and draw. So like Kyle Rittenhouse does like his trick shot where like he's running and then he like trips and falls. And then like yeah. Jake Paul's about to nail him. And then he just nails him in the chest before he does and he wins. That that would be honestly pretty sick, but I want to see them fight with with different uh rules and sanctions. Um I would like to see it just just go. Okay, we could have on. some type of like hunger games like triathlon. <laughs> Dude, it would be that would be the greatest, uh, like the the amount of fights that would go on there. Like it'd be all wiggers cheering for Jake Paul, and then just Blue Lives Matter guys and Red Supremacists <laughs> cheering for Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't, I don't fucking I you know Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm sort of neutral on that on that subject, but it just is funny to me that what what the crowds would be like. It would be right. straight It'd up be insane. Eighteen year old white kids going. That's right. Fuck, fuck that white boy up. Fuck that white boy up. Like just, just the wiggerish, <laughs> the most wiggerish crowd you could think of. Right. And then the the Kyle Rittenhouse stands are all posted with fucking. Somehow they're allowed to bring in AR-15s because of some law where they where they have the. It's venue. open carry. Yeah, it's open carry in all venues. It's like it's in it's in fucking Montana or something. And they're afraid somebody's gonna like try to touch Kyle. So like they're all just like on edge, like that. Okay, here's here's what would be very, very awesome is if like during that a riot breaks out, Jake Paul <laughs> is chasing Kyle Rittenhouse down <laughs> through all of the chaos. <laughs> Mama Rittenhouse tosses a fucking AR-15 from the crowd. <laughs> Rittenhouse grabs it. Kyle he grabs it with one hand. Scrambles, dude. Fucking Odell Beckham Jr.'s the catch. Just behind his head, grabs the flying AR-15. Somehow gets it in front of him. Pops Jake Paul twice and wins the fight. Holy shit, dude. And it all just comes full circle. He's got to go back on trial and everything like that. Oh, oh with the God. same prosecutor. So it says you were playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in 2015. And then and then the, the second biggest uh, news story the next day is Tim Dillon won 36 Bitcoin off of predicting that that would happen. <laughs> oh, like it's oh. just, uh, it's a fucking, another reality, bro. Another reality. Hey, anything a- NFTs. God, this is the worst episode of the podcast. We've covered the vaccine, Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Uh, and Black now, Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Uh, Louis C.K. and and, and cancel culture, and then and shitty Vikings. Oh yeah, this is this is the worst episode ever. Oh, um, one I mean, thing it I, is I Joey mean, hates everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing I hate is NFTs. Have you been following this at all? Dude, I can't with them, bro. I heard about uh, them, but I I tuned out. So here's the thing that like, there is a way if you, if you were famous already, you could get rich off an NFT. Like Tim, for example, he sold, I think, I can't remember the exact, let me try and look it up while I'm talking here, but Tim Dillon sold an NFT of him dressed as Megan McCain for like $5,000 or something like that. What the fuck? It's like, this is like Tamagotchi or something. Like what the fuck is this shit? Um, I I can't find it, but I just, he said it on one of his episodes and he was being facetious. He's like, 
Well, the NFT of me dressed as Megan McCain sold for 15,000. Uh, I thought we would have got more on it, but <laughs> and it's, it's just hilarious that somebody rich as fuck will buy that shit, you know? And like, what exactly is this now? It's such like a digital, like, yeah. Picture. So it's, yeah, it's like nobody else can get it without a certain type of code or something. And it's on your phone forever. Uh, you can see how much it's appreciating and shit like that. But, it's, but we're talking it's all, about a picture, a digital fucking picture. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying that it's not going to be eventually like when virtual reality, because that just becomes more of a thing every year. They're saying NFTs and like online property and shit like that. Oh, you have your own online property. Wow. Yeah. Have your own it, little online house. Yeah. And if you own an NFT in the virtual world and shit, like, let's just be honest. Have you ever seen that episode of Black Mirror where the guy is the, he's the captain of a Star Trek type, type TV show? but it's a virtual reality thing. So he can just, just set himself up in that world and stuff like that, you know? And it's, there's no yeah. way to tell that it's not real. It's, it, it takes place in a year where they've perfected virtual reality. You literally just click a button uh, on your head and all of a sudden you're in whatever world you want. Whatever kids are born into that generation are fucked because that's not going to be real life anymore. Are they really fucked though? I think so because that's the matrix, right? Like we, we, you and I are at the age where, uh, dude, virtual reality might be, might be nice. Like if you got an auto blow or something and you set yourself up on one of those videos where there's like six chicks sucking your cock at the same time, that might be nice for a couple hours, but eventually we would go, okay, I got, I got to get out of this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do an episode of my podcast or FaceTime Markel or something like that which on its own level is virtual reality, but you're still in the real world. You're not like immersed into a thing that's hovering over your eyes. When they perfect that shit and kids realize, okay, I could either come in here and just chill out and have my perfect billionaire life, or I can go to work every day and make money there and like ha have a girlfriend that has human problems and shit like that, you know? Yeah, so life will just be a lot easier. Mm, yeah, but you, I think that people in our generation and older would be like, we don't want that. That's not real life, you know? Oh, no, yeah, we don't want it, but, you know. But once somebody who doesn't know anything better comes into the world and they're three years old and every time they have a tantrum, they're put into virtual reality, I, I think we, we might be... Isn't that kind of just like to, cell phones and iPads right now? Well, that's what I was saying. But at the same time, you're still in the real world. Like you can tell that you're in no, the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know? a comparison, though, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think that that's going to get pretty fucking wild. But who knows? Maybe during all that, um, they will they will start selling NFTs and shit. I, I can't imagine if you don't have a ton of money. Like, let's say I was a billionaire, right? I would buy the Tim Dillon NFT. He's my favorite comedian and podcaster. I think that's hilarious. I'd get it like framed on an iPad that's constantly charging and just put it somewhere funny, you know? But you're the NFTs. only one with that NFT. Like, so it's, it's dope. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome, right? Like, it didn't cost me, it really didn't put a dent in my money. And now I'm the only person that has this. It's, it's funny. Cool. If you're, if you're a billionaire or at least a millionaire, get yourself some fucking NFTs. 
But if you're investing in it, you're a fucking moron. Like this is just the start of the future, bro. I okay. If you if you're buying online property and stuff like that, okay, maybe. But an NFT, that's like what you okay. So you own the Mona Lisa in the digital world. I mean, that's no different than online property. <laughs> I guess, but at the same time, I think it's going to be people. People are going to want property or shit that you can actually interact with. Like if I buy a painting, like if I bought the Mona Lisa in real life. It's the only one. I have it. Uh, I can put it in my real house and shit like that. We're not at the point with virtual reality where people are going to be like, dude, I heard he's got the fucking the Mona Lisa NFT. Let's go get online and go see it. No, I don't think anybody gives a fuck about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like fucking like Pokemon cards or something like just some shit you like collect like. It's weird, True. bro. Hey, that's well, fucking. You just made a great point right there. That kind of shits on my argument. Pokemon cards, like or <laughs> baseball cards. If you those are all super, useless, dude. If you oh, dude, oh, this destroys my whole fucking. Idea, <laughs> like but they're worth money. Yeah, like the like for example, the Tom Brady Bowman rookie card gold. I remember we always were trying to find that shit uh, when I was a kid, and if you had it, it was it's worth like ten thousand dollars today, right? I could see that. I could. I could see that if you had an NFT <laughs> of uh, some crazy play that happens, right? Right. Um, and you're the only person that can have it. I kind of do get that. Damn, Damn they, they got me. Card right now, six bands on eBay. Wow, dude! On just on eBay, it's only a nine. Think about if you were a like. They used to have that place, Field of Dreams. I doubt it's still a, a thing anymore. Uh, it was in Minnesota. I don't know if it's uh, across the whole country. It was called Field of Dreams, and you could buy stuff that was signed by players or super rare memorabilia. But with yeah. the internet, I have to imagine that that went out of business. Imagine if you had that Tom Brady rookie card at one of those places in 2006. Dude. Damn, so that's going to be like NFT. Holy shit. Yeah, so if I guess you get an I, NFT now, that's just gonna be worth a lot in the future. Okay, yeah, but 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 right now, I think it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like until hey, it becomes but, a thing. Hey, when these cards first came out, they're probably ridiculous. Oh, what they said, the fuck they said Bitcoin was ridiculous. No, cards have been a thing since like, since paper. They've been making them since baseball started in America. Yeah, uh, no. my grandpa always just tells the story. He had cards that were they would have been worth fifteen thousand dollars today like i'm talking uh reggie jackson straight out of the card fucking no bends on the creases or what on the corners or whatever and he would stick that he told us he used to stick them in the rudders of his uh bike wheel his spokes or whatever you call them. oh i did that and before so when i was young and it's like dude why would you not take the worst players and do that <laughs> You just took the whole card because they were one nineteenth of a cent back in Passaic, New Jersey, in nineteen thirty. So, yeah. Um, Shit, we might oh, have to get into get into these NFTs though. No, I'm not. You you go ahead and do that, and we'll follow it along in the podcast and see, <laughs> see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> one thing, another thing I had on here that I alluded to earlier. I'm meeting my sister's boyfriend for the first time on the 23rd i believe which is holy shit that's tomorrow that that's going to be interesting right because i don't want to divulge too much about her and i won't but 
this is a guy she's been with for a long time now. And I, I think she's probably going to end up marrying the dude. Like if it gets to that point, you know, uh, what am I going to do? That's going to really fuck this whole thing up because I've been, I haven't been around people a whole lot the last two months. I was around people for this Christmas party my parents had. And once I got everybody laughing, I did that thing where I take it to the point where it's like, Oh, all right. You know? So I'm wondering what I'm going to say in front of him. Uh, that that'll be wild as shit. Uh, you still there, bud? Yeah. Oh, I thought I lost you for a second. What, what do you think about that? Do you, uh, have you ever met one of your sister's boyfriends before? It's very interesting. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I have, I mean, I don't know. Um, have you ever met one you didn't like? No. Neither have I. My sister has, uh, hadn't ha- hasn't had a ton of relationships. Thank God. I was, I think about that too. It's like, as much as we argue and we cause problems and shit with each other and we disagree on stuff, having, having a sister that like dates drug dealers or, uh, drug addicts or abusive people and shit like that, that w- I wouldn't be able to do <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? I would, I would take something too far with that, obviously. And I got to say, it's, it's nice um, to, to have a family where I don't worry about that shit really in general, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't worry about that stuff. I think you absolutely have to like, there's this episode of family guy. I just can't even watch because it's about, quagmire remember quagmire (laughs) yeah (laughs) like his sister comes and stays with him with with her husband and they're like he's all cool at first and shit and they all think he's dope but then he hears him like beating the shit out of her i dude i don't know because i'm not a very good fighter not a very big guy what would you do in that situation because the cops don't do fucking anything you hear tons of stories about restraining orders don't work. They always come back and they make it, they make it worse when that shit happens. Like, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> just have to have to play the game. You know? I don't, I don't want it, anybody to think that like this guy is anything like that. Now he, he was recently released from prison for uh, an assault charge and grand larceny, but uh, other than that, he seems very peaceful, very nice guy, right? But um, doom joke is that he is not that, and he goes to college and he has a degree. But um, doom. Anyway, I just think it would be uh, it's just going to be interesting, just because I haven't met the guy. They've been dating for like a year and a half, and then um, I'll probably say something retarded that my sister will get upset about. Oh, dude, a fake Kyle Rittenhouse tattoo, and I show it at the Thanksgiving at the Christmas dinner table. We got it. We got our viral moment right there. I'm gonna need you to fly out uh, today so that we can get the camera set up and everything out there. Damn, you might get famous off that too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Pissing your sister off with the fake Kyle Rittenhouse tattoo on TikTok, bro. That would be so fucking funny. Okay, the only thing I would do it too because it'd be very funny. But the reason they would freak out is because they, they don't want to be involved in anything like that. Like, I don't, uh, I never bring up the podcast. If they bring it up at all, it gets very awkward because I think last episode I talked about, uh, like, like, I think a couple episodes I talked about watching porn in, in third grade. Like, you don't, 
want your family hearing that shit, right? So especially mine, like that's just the type of people they are. So I don't think that they would be cool in uh, being released in a, being involved in a Kyle Rittenhouse prank video. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just doesn't seem like something that they'd be very into. Yeah, your dad would probably swing on you if you fucking saw that on the internet. <laughs> well, I mean, you remember that joke that almost got me kicked out. We talked about it on the first episode and he listened to that. And I don't think he was thrilled that I brought that story up on that. <laughs> um, shout out yeah, to you listened to that. that. Yeah, somebody sent it to him, which is probably my sister. But oh, shout um, out to her. Sure. Um, let's see what else we got here. I just yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. I'm excited to go over there. Um, I do enjoy Christmas quite a bit. Football, food, and uh, and I dude, I get some killer presents, dude. I gotta say that I got. For anybody, I put this on my Snapchat story, which is where I put these podcasts. So everybody that listens to this has probably already heard of it. But if you need a flag like right now, or you need a gift right now, you can get any sports team flag or like a pot leaf flag, anything you want from <laughs> Amazon for seven bucks. I think the, the store is called Anley and they, they don't sponsor the show or anything like that. Oh, but I'd be damn, psyched bro. if they did. Put like your you affiliate could, link in the, the bottom in the description. I, I really should. Like, I'll just start getting them uh, all these fucking references and should be like, hey, 10% we should off if you, you use the Joey hates everything. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get uh, 20 cents off if you if you add this code here. Um, they have quality shit, though, for seven bucks. Uh, really just a free plug. If anybody wants to, <laughs> wants to steal that, they can. A free plug. It only costs seven bucks. Straight up, dude. It's it's a good deal. I got my brother a Seahawks flag, and uh, that's going to be pretty cool. He's he's somehow a Seattle Seahawks fan, which we don't like that. We don't like that in our family, truly. Um, if that shit ever happens again, where Blair like uh, the 2013 missed field goal against the Seahawks, I don't care if he's not 18. I'm getting drunk and fighting him. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a bunch of coke and just fight fight him and make him wear his Russell Wilson jersey while I wear my throwback Harrison Smith 22 and we will we'll brawl to the death over that shit. How are you going to be in a family full of Vikings fans and choose the fucking Seahawks, dude? I could just see him beating your ass and making you put on a Seahawks jersey. That would be funny as shit because he does karate now. So And like you're just too drunk to fight so like, I you're could, just like yeah. All yeah, like coordinated. I, I could see the Seahawks are a great organization and the Vikings, they at least get themselves in the playoff mix for the past decade and a half. So it'll probably happen again. And that's probably what will go down. I'll just, just I'll, keeps punching you in the ball. See, so you say you're oh, a Seahawks fan. <laughs> no, dude, I, I get fucked on tequila. Just, just completely shit phased and the Vikings lose in a Vikings way. And I was like, you think it's you think you, you think this shit doesn't matter? Like you're my brother, and you could just fucking cheer for the scenes on his pieces. And then I try to punch him in the head, and he blocks it, just puts his shin in my eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I he just like gets I a throw out that. of that. So then he just starts like picking on you and shit and like makes you be a Seahawks fan. It would be funny because I I did uh I did bully him a little bit when we were kids. I would do this shit. I feel so bad about this now. But I would pop around the corner with my camera recording and try to scare the shit out of him when he was like, <laughs> when he was like fucking six. 
and uh it'd be fucked up to do to an animal oh dude it was it was it would make me laugh so hard you're evil uh, bro yeah for real you're sinister and he'd be like delete the video delete the video (laughs) post it on my snapchat story we have we have a very good he and i uh ever since i stopped being a drug addict um we've had a very good relationship uh I, I really, I do feel bad because I, there's probably a lot of times where he could tell, you know, uh, we lived together for X amount of years, just in the same house and I was constantly fucked up. And so I felt like we were never that close until I got back out here. And then I think he realized that I, uh, made a lot You're of human change. too. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, you know, he, we've, he's always, uh, he's never really been a dick to me or anything like that, but he definitely opens up to me more now and wants to hang out and stuff, which is awesome. So yeah. Proud of myself for that, but I don't know. Uh, What other, what other Christmas shit is there? Fucking. I just watched uh, all the family guy Christmas episodes. I do that as a tradition every year. That's always fun. Uh, Did you watch the star Wars one? Oh, I've I've seen the Star Wars one too many times. You, you're not referring to the Star Wars Christmas special, are you? That's the one I'm referring to, dude. That's so fucking funny. I can't believe who whose idea was that. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it, and I was just uh, in awe the whole time. I mean, it doesn't make sense at all. And I think that the reason they maybe did it was to be funny or something or as a reunion. But I also feel with like how young they looked in that, uh, in the video. I don't, I don't think that that was made after episode six. I think that was made between like four and five as a promo. And if there was anything that doesn't make you want to watch star Wars, besides the fucking new ones, uh, it would be that shit. I, I watched that for the first time a couple of years ago. And I think the opening scene is like Chewbacca and Han Solo are late for the Christmas party. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't you guys just do a movie where a woman's entire planet was blown up before her eyes? Why do you feel the need to do a Christmas promo? <laughs> the fuck is happening here? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't even watch that. It's so bad. It's not even one of those where you can watch it because it's bad and it's funny to watch. I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. You have to imagine that the uh, creators of Star Wars did a fuck ton of quaaludes and were just like, ah, oh, we already signed the shit. We got to put this out there. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that was on purpose. Speaking of TV and shit, though, uh, Dexter, Family Guy, Always Sunny, and Better Call Saul, those are all back. Better Call Saul has a season coming out at the beginning of 2022. That's what I'm excited for. I know you don't give a shit about TV, but holy fuck. Is it, it's just nice, man. When you, when you actually like a show. No, dude, I know what you mean. Though, reality like, for a little bit. They're actually coming back now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so uh, all of these, all these shows, they all, a lot of them really took a uh, break. We were just talking about that show, Bad Blood. Uh, all those are lesser known actors. They finally have this TV show that's going well enough to make them money and get them more seasons on Netflix and the fucking pandemic hits. I can't imagine that. 
Some of those guys are like 40 years old, just get it finally getting something and they can't make their third season because the world gets shut down. I mean, that, that sucks for shows like better call Saul too, but a guy like Bob Odenkirk has been famous since 2004. Right. Uh, I can't imagine, or like there's some comedians, Colin Terrell. He was finally becoming, he was finally blowing the fuck up and able to make money off of comedy to the point where he could work less and less at uh, his moving company and the fucking pandemic hits. So all he can do is go on podcasts and shit like that. It doesn't, doesn't help anybody. It fucked everybody over, you know, especially TV shows and shit. So I'm glad they're back. Um, have you heard of Dexter? Yeah. So that was one of my favorite show. shows. It was, dude, it was very, very good up until the end. The last two or three seasons were pretty fucking bad. Uh, they admit that, that it, it probably should have ended earlier, but they decided to make a sequel to it, a, a follow-up series called Dexter New Blood. And mm. I'm liking it so far, but it is not nearly as good as the old one. Did they, they've just totally made it. <sighs> Let me put it this way. The opening episode of the original series starts with Dexter in the back of a car. And he's going, tonight's tonight, and I'm going to do it again and again and again while this creepy music is playing. And there's a pedophile driving the car in the front seat, and he has no idea that he's back there. Dexter pops behind him with a clay-cutting wire, and he's about to chop his, pull his fucking head off, right? You know? And he's like, you're going to drive to this fucking spot, or I'm going to rip your head off, or whatever the fuck. You can see the blood running down his neck and all that shit. Goes in there, kills the fuck out of the guy. Next scene, he's going into a uh, Miami homicide or whatever the fucking police station is called. He gets called out on his blood spatter analysis job to go look at this scene. And it is literally a bunch of naked prostitutes with their heads cut off being hung from a ceiling in a church. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> like, that's how that series started out. We are eight episodes into Dexter New Blood. He's murdered one person and he killed them because the, he illegally shot a, uh, a deer that's going extinct. Okay. I like that. Oh that that shows like that shows that Dexter's changed a little bit. And you know, the scene is, I don't, sorry if I'm spoiling this for people, this happened in like the second episode, the first episode, actually, I think, but he's running through the woods trying to chase down this deer because it's like giving him calmness or whatever. He just wants to watch it and get a workout or whatever. So he's running through the, the woods, tracking this deer and this guy, this who they set him up uh, for the whole show. as just being a piece of shit, being an asshole. As Dexter is chasing this deer, the deer finally stops and lets him come up to him and like, let him uh, lick his hand or whatever and give him pets and whatever. All of a sudden this guy, shoots the fucking deer in the chest and Dexter's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, what the, what the hell just happened? And so he kills the guy in the middle of the woods and this whole investigation opens up. That's what like the first five or six episodes are. Part of the investigation is trying to figure out whether or not the guy was the one who killed that white buck or whatever. Do you see how that's maybe uh, uh, maybe pushing the PC shit a little too far? You know. <laughs> um, yeah. For for example, they're interviewing the guy's father who who has been murdered. Okay, 
they know that this guy's missing. They find his blood in the woods and they're telling him, they're like, you know, he might've killed that deer. And uh, <laughs> we need to really look into that. And the dad is like, who the fuck cares about the deer? Like he's the <laughs> only person that's like, I don't fucking care about the deer. I'll go back and I'll shit on the goddamn deer's corpse. Like, there's my son. And of course it's the, you know, it takes place in this part of New York, up, upper New York state, far away from New York city, where uh, half of the fuck it's called like iron, iron Lake or something like that is half of the population is native American. So it's just this piece of shit, white guy that kills uh, a white buck. And <laughs> they're all pissed about that. And it's like, guys, guys, is that realistic? When I watch one of these shows, I want it to be realistic as fuck. Okay. And nobody is going to be concerned about that at all. If somebody gets murdered. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, it's, it's got a, so de- uh, anybody that doesn't know IMDB, it's a pretty good way to judge what people think about a TV show instead of the critics. Cause critics can be paid off and shit like that. If you go onto IMDB, Hundreds of thousands of people rate this show that watch it. And Dexter, the original series, has a 7.9. Dexter New Blood has 8.9. And you're Are like, you serious? What the fuck? Yeah. What? You know? Uh, you see, you see in, we haven't even seen a pair of tits. We haven't even seen a pair of tits. This is HBO or Showtime or whatever the fuck it is uh, in Dexter New Blood. So I'm not, not thrilled about that. Uh, I, I guess it makes sense because he, his son, and again, sorry, if, you, if this is spoiling it for you, just skip ahead on, the, on this part, but it's just <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, no I know. I know. Ahead, this is, that, was, that was the, that was the <laughs> first couple episodes. I'm going to talk about <sighs> the rest of it now. Literally, he's trying to not kill because his son lives with him now. His son that he abandoned because he thought that he would accidentally get him killed too is now is now living with him and he has to be careful. So it's just Dexter's day-to-day life trying to get away with this one murder and uh, <laughs> trying to get away with a secret identity. I don't know. I could keep going on about it forever. I'm just, I'm just glad that shit is back. Um, Cause I do like Dexter. I'm hoping that uh, it gets better. You know? Maybe um, maybe there'll be a pot plot twist. Oh god! Oh. And they have they have like a pot. One of the characters is a podcaster, and she has what? a murder murder podcast. It's just ugh. should I do a murder podcast? That shit is is so awful that people do that stuff. Like yeah, they just describe how the person was brutally fucked up, and they they try to add twists to it. And this is like an actual person that they just some fucking 23 year old turns into entertainment, you know? Do you listen to those? Absolutely fucking not. The only criminal, uh, the only true crime stuff I follow is uh, I watch the interrogations because I, I find those fascinating. And a lot of those, they do a great job of um, at the end of it, they'll talk about the family and stuff like that. And they put, they put their pictures and ways you can help their family and stuff. So when you do that, when you listen to the podcast, they're like episode 17, the blood butcher of Bay County. And it's just like, they're talking about a person's child who was chopped into a million pieces. And it's like, why are you making this sound like a, like a fucking mojo.com top 10? Like, 
Oh, bro, I have I have been watching a lot of them, and I try to find the ones that you know they really do a good job of of putting out the stuff where you can contact the family if you have any information, all that type of shit. Have you ever heard of Brian Swanson? Sounds familiar. So he, I dated a girl that uh, was from his hometown, and we uh, I knew her like literally eight years after this happened. But in two thousand eight, this guy named Brian Swanson was coming home from his first semester at college. And he stopped at two different parties before he completely disappeared. And there has never been any trace or footsteps uh, or anything, footprints or anything found of him. The only thing that could be picked up was a scent from the dogs. And it led them to this river where they think he drowned and shit like that. It's a river, you know, you could search the whole thing. Uh, they looked through it and they, they've never found anything. Never found anything, a uh, piece of clothing, his cell phone, none of that shit. Um, so it's just wild. He, he uh, the craziest part about the whole story, maybe you'll recognize this part. He was approaching a fence and they found out later that he was completely disoriented and he was, I think it was like 26 miles from where he actually thought he was because he was taking back roads to avoid getting a DUI, things like that. So he's on the phone with his dad and he's talking about, ah, shit, there's, a, there's another fence. Okay, I'm, I'm going past this fence and I'm going to walk towards this town because I can see all the lights. All of a sudden, this kid named Brian Swanson just goes, oh, shit. And then the call drops. You hear the phone fall to the ground, call drops. And... They've never found any evidence of what happened to him. Like, that's just fucking, I mean, what, what could that have even been? Because they would have, if it was an animal uh, that was big enough, like a bear or something to drag his body away, they would have eventually found that they found the spot where he was at. They found no blood or anything there. All they found was the scent that he had been there. They never found his cell phone, anything like that. Um, so it's, it's just wild. It's, it's a reason to always carry a weapon with you. If you're not a gun person, bring a fucking knife, man. Cause you might get in that situation where all of a sudden you're, you have to walk along and no one's ever going to know what got you, you know, <laughs> slender man just pops out. <sighs> well, that's the thing is I don't, I don't believe in monsters and shit, but what if they are real? All of a sudden one pops up. You got no I mean, way to protect yourself. They are real, but not like as you think. It's like people can be monsters. Wow, that was deep. I honestly think that's what it was. Is, is the, uh, it must have been somebody that was an expert at that shit. They dragged like along. Dexter. Dexter, yeah. Dexter, it could have been. Dexter, been Dexter grabbed type. him. Snatch and grab Dexter doesn't kill innocent people, though. He, he kills bad guys. Who knows his past life, though? I don't know, Brian Dude, Swanson. He did that in, in season seven of the old one. He accidentally killed somebody that was innocent. Uh, who knows? It could have been that. But, I mean, that's that's maybe they could do that because the only reason they think that it wasn't foul play or anything like that, that's what they call it when somebody gets attacked by another person and it wasn't an accident. Uh, they, they think that he fell into that river. But it's just something would have come up by now, you know. This was 2008. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people go missing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Um, it's a map of all of the caves in America, and then on top of that, they put a see-through graph with 
uh, a see-through map of all of the national states in America. Parks. Yeah, well, no, the, it's like the caves and the national parks, stuff like that. A lot of the national parks have caves and they put the missing people like where the highest clusters of them are all are and they're all by caves and shit. So people go, they go exploring or they get lost and they disappear that way. And you can't fucking find them out there because nobody's ever interacting with that part of the area. Yo, did you hear, guy, hear about the story about a month ago? Like a family just like was found like dead, like in a national park with no signs of death. Like they no, I did, I did not. I did not hear about that. That's pretty wild. Uh, that's exactly I... though. I mean, I did an entire episode about it. That's exactly why you don't go to that shit. <laughs> because why do you why do you need to that bad why do you need to go somewhere that bad where there's no cell phone service um i don't are you even allowed to have guns out there i know you're not so why are people doing i mean literally if you wanted to I mean, if you were a serial killer but i don't know though what if there's bears then you should be able to have a gun yeah, I mean, you, you honestly, you just have to be an idiot to not take one. What are you going to get stopped by the one forest ranger for thousands of miles? Like, <laughs> just bring the gun, guys, if you're going to do something that stupid. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of that family, like, if I, if I was a serial killer, if I, wanted that, if I wanted something to happen bad to that family, that's exactly what I would fucking do, is I would wait for them to go somewhere like a national park. Like, I don't understand why you want to go to one. And so many people are obsessed with that shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Think about if you were even just at a campsite, it'd be, it'd be easy. Like, nobody has any of their bearings. Everybody's phone is dead. You'd have to be an idiot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how we got onto that. Just a lot of... A lot of crazy shit on YouTube about what about the horrors that people can commit. So I wonder, I wonder if uh, if that guy will ever be found or if they'll find out what happened to him. But what else you got, Markel? Some 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 bright to end our day here. Um what about um uh... Oh, bro, I've I, uh, been getting a lot of Chipotle lately. And uh, I got to say, I got to shout out the Chipotle on East Camelback. Literally, they recognize me now, so they just give me double steak every time and don't charge me for it. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's awesome. Are you serious? Um, yeah, I'm sorry if I just outed you guys. I'm at Camelback uh, Las Vegas, not Arizona. It's a different one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Ever since like they that, just should uh, give you two scoops? Yes, it's amazing, dude. Like, they can't fold the burritos sometimes. It's pretty awesome. How'd you get them to do that? I don't know. I think they just recognize me. And, when, you know, when you go to Chipotle, every single time you're there, there's a piece of human garbage ordering for six people ahead of you. Hey, bitch, uh, pay the extra $15 for DoorDash or, or we're just done here. Like, you don't, you don't get to just fucking... Uh, Go up to Chipotle where the line is already out the door and order your entire family a meal. We don't do that anymore. We have things like DoorDash where they start making the order before they get there. 
Uh, yeah, right. Chipotle receives your order and so does DoorDash. And they go, okay, they're already making it. I'm on my way there. Because that's what makes things quicker. And that's why we have that technology. So every time I'm in there, somebody's, somebody's doing that and they're either just aloof and they don't even know that they're ruining the staff's day or they're complaining the entire time. Like, wait, I mean, that's a little bit too much sour cream. And the fucking Chipotle employee being paid $12.50 an hour living in Phoenix has to, has to scoop out, just to surgically scoop out what was too much for them. <laughs> And I, you know, we, I've talked about it on the show before. My dad did not let that shit fly when I was a kid. And I respect him so much for it. I literally, I go through uh, burrito white rice to go, please. And as soon as that motherfucker gets pulled off of the grilling thing, I'm going pinto beans. I'll be on this side. If you're standing there, I don't care where you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much you're paying for the fucking food. If you're going to stand there and go, um... And then let's see. Uh, oh, sorry. I can't remember if you wanted sour cream or not. You go check your phone or some shit like that. People should have the right to just kick you out of the fucking store. You don't get to do that. You're, you're literally standing there going, I'm either too stupid to know that anybody is pissed at me right now, or I don't fucking care, which both of them are pretty bad in my opinion. You know, have some social awareness when you're, when you're out and about. And a lot of people just don't. Um, yeah, I could really, really keep going on it, but I, so they, they, they noticed that I just, you know, I, I'm a nice guy. I go in there, I get my shit, pay for it and I leave. And they're See, like, there's how there's I, so how I get double steak here. is as soon as they started scooping the meat, you know, I just started like looking at like, you know, the meat, like making sure like, you know, don't show me homie. Like, you know, I need that protein. <laughs> and I yeah, think they kind of. See, with that, type of stuff, with that type of stuff, I just can't bring myself to have that conversation if they don't immediately, like the, the chance that they're not going to immediately go, oh, my bad, and put another scoop on there. I can't, I can't <laughs> sit there in front of other people and go, hey, can I get a little extra? And they go, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the double steak then. Because whenever somebody says that, it's, that's how their fucking voice sounds. I can't sit there and go, well, you know, I don't want to pay for the double steak, but you know, See, we put it up on there. I can't bring myself to do that, bro. That's never happened to me. You got to read the situation, you know? Sure, sure. I mean, he looks like a homeboy, you know? Just be like, hey, can I get some more? And then he's just going to hook you up with double. You have to determine if you're getting me, who, who, when I worked at food places, if you just asked nicely and you were like, yo, dude, I don't got enough money. Could I just get the full sandwich and pay for the half? I'd be like, dude, we're boys, of course. And then you got, (laughs) and then you got fucking Scott from mcdonald's in bellevue pennsylvania i told that story before literally this person ordered 400 chicken nuggets and they wanted a bag of sauces it's like yeah dude you just you just spent like enough money to kill somebody if they would eat this amount of food i'm gonna give you a bag of sauce and then we're gonna replace it with a giant box we have in the back and this guy named scott freaked the fuck out he goes Sir, there is a limit on the sauce. And he had to literally be removed from the situation. They had to send him home because he was so worked up about the sauce limit. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can't imagine getting, getting paid minimum wage and, and caring that much. At jobs where I've uh, 
you know, I've had a responsibility and somebody just treats it like it doesn't matter where I've been getting paid a little more than that. I, you know, I say something, but when I, when I've worked at places like McDonald's or Quiznos, I mean, you would have to be robbing the fucking store for me to do anything, you know? And you still wouldn't do anything. Uh, no, that, <laughs> that, uh, particular Bellevue McDonald's had been robbed at gunpoint multiple times. And I was just like, I can't live here anymore, dude. I got to get out of here. <laughs> were you scared you're gonna get robbed while you're working i mean it doesn't really matter like they train you to literally just give them everything that's in the register open up the safe uh and let them go and then they call the train police. you to run your shit <laughs> dude the, the police yeah they do they straight up do the police catch them every time though because these are small-time criminals in bellevue who think that they're with triangulation and witnesses and cameras everywhere to think that they're going to get away with anything, which is insane. Um, but yeah, I don't, I got nothing else uh, as far as topics go. So I think, uh, I think we'll probably probably pause it here. And uh, I don't know, you got anything you want to plug? Are you starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or anything soon? Like a cooking um, one? Not at the moment, but you know, I'll let you know. Health with Markel, something like that, like that. Markel, Mar, uh, cooking it up with Kells, something. I just, I could see you doing a doing a cooking one. I feel like you you would enjoy that. But um, let's see. I got nothing else. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, unless unless you're a Jew, then you don't get to celebrate. But uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. And I promise you, it's not going to be the once every three week shit anymore. We're gonna we're gonna get back on this. It's the new year. I'm motivated. Yeah, and I'm on dick, his ass. My dick is hard for podcasting. Uh, so so let's let's get it done. Thank you. Have a good week. fucking week, man. Two Joyce weeks. That's what we're gonna week. do. Two weeks.